you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And for today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about your purpose and your brain. And this is my second show in a series that I'm doing about the brain. Last week, I talked about dealing with stress and anxiety, especially during the current COVID-19 pandemic. And some people may want to go back and listen to that podcast again. Being in a state of stress and anxiety for long periods of time just isn't good for our brain. And if you're feeling that way, you should try some of the things I covered in last week's podcast. And if they don't help you feel better, you may want to contact your doctor for more specific um, help, specific to you and how you're feeling. Getting back to today's show, I'm going to talk about the benefits that we can experience and that our brains can experience from living a life of purpose. And it's been shown that having meaningful engagement and goals in your life can help you increase your psych- your physical and psychological well-being. And it should be no surprise to anyone listening that people, and those over 50 included, or especially, who are living a more purposeful life have better physical, cognitive, and emotional health. In addition, they can cope more easily with symptoms of depression or anxiety, as well as any negative experiences that they may have. And God knows getting to be a senior has some negative experiences we can't control. The information that got me started on the subject for this podcast is from an article in the June 2020 Mind, Mood, and Memory newsletter from Massachusetts General Hospital one of the many newsletters that I get, as you guys probably know. In that newsletter, they cite a study from the Journal of American Medical Association, Psychiatry, that found that, quote, a strong sense of purpose in life was associated with a lower risk of Alzheimer's disease and mild cognitive impairment, unquote. That caught my eye. They also cite a second study of 330 older adults in the PLOS journal, I'm not exactly sure what that stands for, that said, quote, having a defined purpose in life was associated with greater resilience in the face of adversity, unquote. And we certainly can use that these days in our lives. So what does it mean for people to live a meaningful life? Dr. Louisa Silvia, who is a PhD and director of psychology at Massachusetts General, says that many people define it as, quote, having a positive impact on the lives of others, unquote. And in essence, what she's talking about is having a reason to get up and start your day every day, a reason to be a part of society and be a part of life. And for people over 50 who are still working part or full time, that may be enough to keep you going, even if you may not like it, but it still still keeps you getting up in the morning. But if you're retired, 
then you may be looking for something to do to give back after you've finished eating your breakfast, reading the newspaper, and checking your mail. If your parents are still alive, you may be their caregiver, or you may watch your grandchildren or volunteer with a nonprofit. But if you stay home all day and watch TV, depending on what you're watching, of course, that's not going to help you keep or improve your cognition or ward off Alzheimer. Dr. Sylvia points out that people are usually faster to sign up for a program that helps other people than participating in a program that is just about helping themselves. And I think that shows the way that human beings are. We are much more motivated to help others than we are to help ourselves, which brings up a whole nother raft of of issues that I'm not really going to get into. But anyways, healthcare workers take great risks and they have no second thoughts to put others ahead of themselves. And teachers will spend their own money to buy school supplies, even though teacher salaries are barely enough for the teachers to live on. And this is all because they see something greater than themselves that they can participate in and a way to help others. Turns out that helping others gives you a new perspective on your own issues and it also stimulates your brain cells, strengthening those connections between the cells. And for older people who've retired from their jobs or whose children have moved away, they may find that their cognition and mental health start to go downhill because they're not getting the daily challenges that our brains need in order to maintain that same level or a better level of memory and cognition. What we all need is to figure out how to live with purpose while at the same time not being stressed. If you lose your partner, for instance, you may find it's even more difficult to go back to living with purpose. And that's where working for charity, nonprofit, or something similar can be the answer to the problem you really didn't even know you had. You can use a skill you already possess or you can learn something new. And either way, you're going to be better off than you were before you found your new purpose. And like I said earlier, just don't do it to an extreme. Keep it at a level where you're enjoying yourself and you're not feeling excessive stress or pressure to show up or perform. Look at any hobbies you have, things like photography, knitting and crocheting, cooking, crossword puzzles. Anything that challenges your brain and gives your life meaning will help your brain function, mood, and physical health. And for some of these things, some of these hobbies, you can also find groups out there that are centered on the same thing. And so you can make some new friends at the same time that you get to work on something you already enjoy. And to bring this even closer to home, I also found a wonderful article on the Greater Good Magazine website. And it's called How to Find Your Purpose in Life. And it's by Jeremy Adam Smith. His premise is that if you're struggling to find your purpose, it's probably because you feel isolated from others. He says, quote, that a sense of purpose appears to have evolved in humans so that we can accomplish big things together, which may be why it's associated with better physical and mental health, unquote. He also says that where most human beings are trying to get to is a felt sense of community. And he identifies six things that can help you find your purpose. The first one is to read. Reading can give us an experience and a feeling about other people 
their lives, their situations, their purpose. He suggests going to the library to find books that matter to you, and they might help you to see what matters more in your own life. So there's the library is a good place because you don't have to spend any money. You can just look and or read some of the books. And then maybe if there's one that you want to keep, you can buy a Kindle or, or buy the hardback and get a copy for yourself so you can keep rereading. Number two is to turn hurts into healing for others. And that sometimes we may find that other people's pain can help us to find purpose in our own lives. So going out and helping other people, maybe it's working for a food bank or some other place or at the hospital. I mean, there are a lot of different places where you can go out and actually help others and get a good feeling for yourself. Obviously, some of these you can't do right now while we're still sheltering in place, but think about it. Maybe it's something you can do online. Number three is to cultivate awe, gratitude, and altruism. And separately, each is very valuable, but when you put them all together, you create an even greater sense of purpose in your life. Smith also adds that in a recent work by Christina Carnes and colleagues, they found that altruism and gratitude are actually neurologically linked and they activate the same reward circuits in the brain. Interesting, huh? And that's one of the reasons why those two are good for your brain when you find a sense of purpose that helps with both of those areas. Number four is to listen to what other people tell you that they are grateful to you for. People think that being thanked by someone else can help you to feel a sense of purpose. And that gratitude, again, can strengthen our relationships with other people as well. So be open to that. A lot of people will react with, oh, no, it was nothing, or no, nah, it's not a big deal. No, say thank you. Say that you appreciate them thanking you for something that you did for them, especially if it's something small that you weren't really even thinking about or noticing. That can be really good. It can give you a really good feeling. It can give your brain a really good feeling. Number five is to, quote, find and build community. And he says that we can often find our sense of purpose in the people around us. And for many people, family is really one of the easiest places to find that community. But you may find either you're not in some place geographically around your family, or maybe you don't resonate with your family's identity and your family's sense of purpose. And there are a lot of ways that that can happen um, it may have to do with political beliefs. It may have to do with gender beliefs. It may have to do with religious beliefs. Anyways, point being that in that particular situation, you may need to find yourself a whole new family and community, which will help you to find a new purpose. And that's also something that you should keep in mind when you are going out to find new groups to be a part of. And when I say going out, I don't mean necessarily physically. You can, like I said before, you can do that online. There are so many groups now online. Lastly, there's number six, and that is tell your story. Finding your own narrative and sharing that with the world will give you new meaning and purpose in your life. Telling your story can show others how you made a difference in the world, which can also give them a new purpose. 
or it may bring up some ideas for other people for how they can go out and help in their community or their family. The other thing that it can do is it can bring new people into your life, which again, will help with your feeling of community. So it all kind of keeps coming around. So there you are, six different ways to look at your life and to use it to create a purpose if you don't have one or make your purpose bigger or stronger if you do and share it to help others to create purpose in their lives. And as a senior, it can be especially important to tell your story so younger people can see how lives change as we mature and and age, and how having a purpose never stops being important to living a good, happy, and healthy life. It can help you to maintain and improve your physical, cognitive, and mental health, as well as living a, a happier and more fulfilled life. And all of those things help your brain. It makes your brain healthier. It makes your brain work better. And it can help you physically as well. In addition, I think you can also see that finding a purpose and living a good life comes from the inside and not from the outside in. It's something that comes from your innate wisdom and your innate self that's inside of you that can't really be changed by anything that happens outside of you. It's there if you can find it and you can be there. If you find that you're feeling down or have lost your purpose, you can center yourself in your innate self and use some of that information that I was talking about to find your purpose again from the inside. What makes you happy? What makes you feel fulfilled? And when you do that, you will see that it is more valuable than looking outside for someone else or something else to tell you what your purpose should be. If you're interested in learning more about how our innate wisdom is such a big part of your life, you can leave me a comment or contact me at my website, healthytipsafter50.com, or send me an email at susan, S-U-S-A-N, at healthytipsafter50.com, and I'd be really happy to talk to you and give you some more information about it. Um, It's something that has, has really helped me in my life. So that's it for today. I want to end as I always do by saying that I am not a doctor and this is not medical advice. And if you are having a medical issue, please go to a hospital or go and contact your doctor to get some medical advice from a medical professional. Okay, that's it for me for today. And I will look forward to talking to all of you next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit healthytipsafter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.